Welcome to New Perceptions Podcast, the official podcast of the Journal of Psychedelic Psychiatry. The New Perceptions Podcast is for education, information, and entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the official policies of the entity. This podcast of the Journal of Psychedelic Psychiatry does not support or condone illegal use, distribution, or sale of psychedelic substances. Furthermore, the topics discussed should not be solely used to diagnose, treat, prevent diseases or conditions. And the reading of or listening to this podcast does not constitute an occupational relationship. The content discussed does not constitute medical advice, and any specific medical questions should be directed toward or personal health care professionals. If you are listening to us on the Journal of Psychedelic Psychiatry website, it would be easier for you and better for us if you would please consider following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you will be notified when the latest episode airs. If you would like to support the journal and New Perceptions podcast, please see the link in the show notes for more details. I am Dr. Tyler Chervested, Editor-in-Chief of the journal, and it's my privilege to welcome you to this special guest interview. Sil Silva is the author of the Psychedelic Trip Journal and runs the website Psilocybin Stories, which compiles trip reports from individuals who have used psychedelic mushrooms, as well as provides integration techniques for post-trip experiences. Sil Silva, welcome to the New Perceptions Podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Could you tell the listeners a little more about yourself and when you first became interested in psychedelic mushrooms? Definitely. Yeah, so the name's Sil Silva, like, yeah, as you said, yeah. Uh, Glad to be here. Uh, yeah, I'm a professional writer, stock trader, and a psychedelic integration specialist for MindLeap Health. I have my master's in education and have been teaching and coaching for the past five years. Um, I have four siblings, and uh, I shared a room with my two brothers growing up. I think that that's, you know, made, uh, has a, had a big a- impact in my life, and I, I'm glad for it. Um, I first became interested in psychedelic mushrooms my sophomore year of college. I was eating lunch at our university's cafeteria with a roommate and their friend, who's now my friend too, but um, they mentioned that they were doing magic mushrooms that day and asked if I wanted to join. I didn't decide right away. Um, after eating lunch, I like quickly searched online for all the info I could find on magic mushrooms at the time, but only for like five or ten minutes before because... Um, I had to decide they were they were going to pick the shrooms up. And I kind of thought to myself, okay, this could either be like the best experience of my life and is mind-blowing and spiritual and a ton of epiphanies, or it could be a terrible trip and I end up thinking I'm a cup of orange juice for the rest of my life. Um, so I was like, yeah, definitely, let's do it. Uh, so... And that first experience was transforming. Um, I received profound epiphanies that have shaped my entire life. What um, kind of insights have you gained from psilocybin and psychedelic mushrooms and how have they impacted your life since, since that time? Yeah, oh, so many. Um, and, I, and I feel like the, the impact and the insights really come from like an inside place. You know, they, they have impacted my attitude and mentality toward life toward everything toward relationships toward family toward friends um in a good way um and and because yeah so it's like what's going on inside of us is how we interpret and experience reality and so they've really impacted my inner world um they've shown me that they've also shown me like my life outside of myself outside of my experience temporarily like uh the ego dissolving and um letting go and of any identifications and labels that I've had in my mind at the time 
um, completely liberating me from words actually. And just like experiencing life without words, like with just experiencing it. Like, like I kind of, you know, used to wonder why people were like interested in the things they were interested in. Like, you know, if someone liked biology or math and I didn't, I was like, why do they like that? You know, but then um, the psychedelic experience allowed me to like understand that we're all unique and we all have different interests and we all have different passions and that it's totally fine. And that it's very, it's cool. Actually, it's great that we all have different interests. Um, so this, um, the psychedelic experiences helped deepen and grow empathy, compassion, and understanding um, toward people I might usually disagree with or not understand why they do what they do. Um, it showed me that everything is perfect, and but also that we have a lot of work to do um, in the human world and whatnot. Um, it, it allowed me to understand some of life's paradoxes like that one. And, you know, so that some things may con seem contradictory to each other, but that they may all be true, which kind of leads to the next thing. Um, the spiritual aspect as well. Um, I grew up as a Christian. And so I'd say I was like a Christian going into my first experience, but this um, experience and other psychedelic experience experiences have shown me truths in like multiple religions um it's turned me more spiritual than religious i'd say and like i still believe in jesus and i think the bible is a metaphysical mastermind uh, but it's like i think each person should use what works best for them whether it's the bible quran Bhagavad Gita, Dati Ching, or other spiritual text, meditation. Um, there's all sorts of different tools to find deeper meaning in life um, and experiencing more love and less fear, which I think we could all agree humanity needs more love right now. And then, yeah, one last thing for now. Um, the, the first one and other ex psychedelic experiences have helped me overcome self-conscious anxious thinking to a high degree like helping me accept and love myself more for who i am it's like part of seeing other people like have different interests than me and like understanding that and be like yeah that's cool then i could also look at myself and reflect and be like in my life is also like fine as it is and very cool and it's all perfectly unfolding yeah and so I assume something in there and, and those experiences spurred you to create psilocybin stories. Could you kind of talk a little bit about that? Yes. Um, so that, yeah, that first experience is, was in 2010. So 10 years ago. Um, and I started psilocybin stories this year, but um, yeah, so I guess I reached a point in my life where, um, like recently I was working a job I mostly enjoyed. I was teaching acting classes at a private school. I've had roles as an extra in movies, TV shows, commercials for the past eight years. And that was fun. Met some famous people, was on some big sets. And um, because I've often, I often ask myself, what do I really want to do with my life? And what would I do if I didn't have to worry about money? 
those questions are what led me into the acting field, but life changes, passions change, interests change. And I mean, I still love acting and teaching, but um, after that first psychedelic experience trip too, I knew in some way, in some form, I was going to be involved with psychedelics for the rest of my life, like somehow. And then after 10 years of only sharing my psychedelic journey with a handful of people, I really felt a deep intuitive calling that now was the time to go for it. Um, so I created psilocybin stories to educate the public on the psilocybin psychedelic experience and to share stories from awesome people who have had life changing psychedelic experiences. Some write in anonymously and some want their name on it and I enjoy them all. Um, my main focus was sharing these stories and I did, I put a lot of time and effort, effort into it at first and it's still happening, but it has slowed down a bit. I write for a couple other websites and I have some other things going on, but it's still happening. So could you talk a little bit about some of the other individuals who have reached out to you and talk about some of their experiences and, and just kind of what have the results been like? Yeah. So it's, it's so awesome hearing others psychedelic experiences because it can be a very intense thing. And it usually is like, especially if you like take a certain amount. Um, and so it's these intense experiences and it can be like a roller coaster ride. And it, that's the way that it's seen for a lot of people who have shared their stories too, that it has been like, you're kind of, you know, going uphill on this roller coaster slowly. And then all of a sudden you're going downhill at the speed of light and accept it. And it's incredible. And then like a lot of people who have shared their stories have shared like that they've felt a lot of love, unconditional love and empathy and like feelings of acceptance. Um, a lot of people have, you know, shared their tears and I have cried too on some of my psychedelic experiences, like good tears. Amazing. It feels great to cry sometimes. But, um, which this is cool because, you know, I began it this year. Um, I think some people might be afraid to share their story in case like they think I'm a cop or something, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> and yes, a lot of people have messaged me on social media just to discuss psychedelics or their experience or philosophy and spiritual ideas. Um, 2020 has definitely been crazy I think for everyone, but it has also been one of the best years of my life. So you, you also have uh, the Psychedelic Trip Journal. It's available on Amazon. We'll put a link in the, in the show notes to it. But could you tell us you know, what, what that's about? What can a reader expect to find uh, when they read it? And uh, when did you decide to kind of write a, a trip journal like this? Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, the Psychedelic Trip Journal, I think it's like a one-of-a-kind experience. I have heard that we should write books and journals and write the content that would have helped us at some point or is still helping us. And that's what this is. And that's what this does. I would have loved to have this journal, the psychedelic trip journal during some of my previous trips. It begins with a couple pages on preparation for the psychedelic experience. Um, just very brief. 
and then is filled with writing and drawing prompts and a psychedelic crossword puzzle, which I also also recently created um, this small book, The Psychedelic Crossword. It's like 20-something pages, and it has um, 10 psychedelic crosswords and tic-tac-toe in between as well. Um, and it's cool. And, and like Barnes and Nobles and other companies have picked that one up as well. Um, but you can check out more of the description on the Amazon page for the Psychedelic Trip Journal. Um, you can type that in with Sil Silva and it should come up. And it has an awesome cover too. I love the colors on it. I love how it came out. Like I'm very happy with it. Yeah, it's a very nice cover indeed. And so you kind of walk people through the preparation stages. You also offer some integration services on, on, on the website too. Could you talk a little bit about that, what that looks like? Yes. So yeah, my integration services are mainly to help people integrate their psychedelic experience after they've had it. Uh, if a psychedelic experience inspired someone to change some sort of their life or to set goals, or just to analyze the experience and break it down, I'm here to help and guide them through that. Uh, my psychedelic experiences have inspired me to become more self-empowered, and I want to help others do the same. It, uh, the psychedelic experience can be confusing, so you know I think it can be helpful to have someone help yeah, integrate the experience after it happens. Um, a lot of my process has to do with Socratic dialogue, where I actively listen and ask appropriate and quality questions to help clients find the answers themselves. Because, you know, it's really easy to tell someone what to do, but when they can come to a deep understanding of it themselves, that's where the real change happens, and that's what I help them do. We've had a few guests that have also appeared on the uh, podcast that have expressed concerns about these underground, um, you know, psychedelic psychotherapists who do integration services. Um, are you at all concerned about offering this type of service? And if so, how do you kind of mitigate against any of the potential like legal aspects that, that might come up as a result of those services? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'm not concerned about this. You know, I feel my purpose is stronger than my fear. And that's what drives me to do what I do. That's I've reached a point in life and some of the psychedelic, some of my psychedelic experience have shown me like how short life is and to live with purpose and intention and meaning and think about what brings us joy and what has impacted us and like follow that, right? Like follow your bliss and, um, you know, I'm straightforward in my approach and in what I do. I don't sell any type of drugs. I don't give any type of drugs. I am not a psychotherapist. I am a coach. Um, and there is a difference. Um, and so I, I make sure that I, like, outline everything and write everything down to make sure people know what I am offering and what I'm not offering because, you know, I wouldn't consider myself an underground psychedelic psychotherapist at all who offers integration services. You know, I would say that I'm more of a coach who helps whoever 
after their psychedelic experience integrated into their life. Yeah, and I think that's a very important distinction to make um, for sure. I, I think that knowing that you're not engaged in any of this, these are people that are coming to you after the fact, kind of seeking to make sense of what happened to them during their experiences as opposed to actually going there to be given the, the, the psychedelic mushrooms or other compounds um, and then doing integration after the fact. I think that's a, a really critical distinction for people to realize. Um, that kind of segues into our next topic here. Um, what are your thoughts about you know the medicalization model that we're currently seeing, uh, the legalization, decriminalization efforts that seem to be going on across the country? Um, just kind of what your general thoughts are about all that. Yeah, I love seeing it. I, I think it's really good. I My thoughts are that magic mushrooms should um, 100% be legalized for medicinal purposes, like definitely. And we're already seeing some like pretty awesome results from some Canadian um, studies in Canada legalizing magic mushrooms for some end-of-life experiences and people are having positive experiences with that. So I think that's very good. And I think it should be 100% decriminalized everywhere where it's not legal. Um, yeah, it's great seeing progress made towards something that like, I know is right. And um, if it becomes legal, which I'm okay for now having it stay legalized solely for medicinal purposes. I think that we should take it slow. I do. Um, but if it becomes legal, like, yeah, it's important to consider that of course some people will abuse it, you know, as humans have abused just about everything throughout history. Uh, but it's a learning process and I believe in forgiveness and moving forward and learning and adapting and evolving and to not constantly focus on the outliers and focus more on how this medicine can benefit a high percentage of people like it is currently doing. And as somebody who kind of exists outside of the, you know, the medical realm, because a lot of our podcast guests are, are actively involved or are clinicians themselves, I'm just curious, you know, what can we do on... Uh, a more societal front out there for the common person to prevent those backlashes that we had in the 60s and 70s to sub substances like these. And I'm curious if you've had those discussions in um, some of your social settings, you know, outside of people with um, medical degrees that may be advocating for this. Yeah, it's definitely been brought up and it's, it's definitely something that is discussed um, in the psychedelic world um, and, but for me personally, like, I believe the universe is working things out for a purpose, for a purpose beyond human understanding in that most or all psychedelics can be used as tools to evolve humanity. Um, I think the decriminalization and legalization of psychedelics like pretty much have no other choice but to manifest that it's part of a bigger plan. Um, and that's, I mean, I don't know if that's easy or hard to say, but that's like really how I feel. And I think the, the psychedelic experience brought me to that too, kind of like to trust the unfolding of the universe of life. Um, but like patience is definitely required um, because there, there are, you know, like change is like, almost always met with resistance. That's something else that history pretty much shows. Resistant, you know, and whenever anything tries 
to change, whether it's like a tradition or a societal norm or anything, um, resistance meets it. And so we need patience. Um, we need to understand that the resistance will happen and that, you know, we have to continue looking at research and doing studies and looking at what's like the facts in these statistics rather than people's opinions. Um, so it's like reason is required. You know, humans, we're, we're all very emotional, which is completely fine. You know, that's a good part of us, but it's important to be reasonable as well. And yeah, continue looking to the research and doing more research. Um, I, I don't know if there is a one final definite answer to it, you know, but I think that we just have to keep learning and adapting. Absolutely. As far as, you know, research is concerned, are there any specific articles or, or books that you've read that have been particularly influential as you've gone through your, your kind of psychedelic journey? Yeah, um, I'd say like probably Ramda. I mean, there's so many. There's there are so many that it'd be hard to name them all. But like Ramdas had a big impact, and like Tim Leary and Alan Watts. Um, I've listened to a bunch of Alan Watts. I think that a lot of his content um, is awesome. Tim Leary. I think that if you just like if ever of um, listeners would like YouTube any of their names and like listen to any of their content. And then obviously, I mean, there's, yeah, Terrence McKenna has some good stuff. Um, Aldous Huxley, uh, The Doors of Perception. I think that that book was like that, uh, it, and it's short too, but it like was so similar to my first psilocybin experience. And then other psilocybin experiences I've had too. And I think he took like mescaline or something, but it was like, I was like this, he puts it so well, Aldous Huxley, the doors of perception and of like the psychedelic experience. Um, and then there's the book. Um, I think it's actually called the psychedelic experience um, with like Tim Leary and I mean, and then people can check out some of the psilocybin stories too at psilocybinstories.com or on my Instagram, like I'm more active, I'd say like at psilocybin stories, the community is growing and I love it and would love to have more people join, um, posts and videos related to psychedelics, philosophy, spiritual ideas as well that relate to psychedelics. But um, again, yeah, I encourage people to read books and do research before deciding on whether the psychedelic experience is right for them. And Ram Das, um, I think this was his Be Here Now story. I think I first heard it um, audibly. I, uh, and his story of his first experience of some mushroom magic mushrooms and how like transformative it was and with tim leary and you know they were they were harvard professors and, and they got fired yeah <laughs> and um but yeah their purpose was bigger than their fear and that's what it's about and and i love just hearing ram Dass talk about his experience 
and like even like this one thing sticks out where he's like shoveling snow in his parents driveway at like three in the morning and his parents look out the window and, and, and he's on mushrooms or whatever so he's just like everything is uh wonderful it's 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 filled with awe it's incredible and his parents are go to the window they're like what are you doing like stop shoveling snow and he just like starts laughing or something i I forget if he said anything back to them but i think he just starts like laughing whatever and keeps shoveling snow and then they close the window and i think like he looked up he's like laughing and smiling and i think that they like smiled back or something and but he kept shoveling the snow and it was really funny and i feel like that's a good example too of the psychedelic experience like it 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 can bring us into the present moment so much that like normal everyday tasks that may have become boring or you know monotonous and whatnot they become filled with life again they become incredibly fun and alive and and i've compared it also to like it's like when we were kids or something and like like having an awesome time in the moment right like whether you know at a birthday party or something i don't i don't know but having that like in the moment present attitude while also seeing a bigger picture at the same time while understanding you know exactly what you're doing and you know exactly what's happening and it's perfect as it is but that our judgments and our labels and our ideas are what stop us often from living in the present moment and and um, living with joy i think that's a great place to leave it sil silva thank you so much for coming on new perceptions yes thank you tyler I hope you've enjoyed today's interview. If you would like to submit an article for potential publication in the journal or you have further questions, please visit our website, journalofpsychedelicpsychiatry.org, or send us an email at journalofpsychedelicpsychiatry at gmail.com. To stay up to date on all the latest information regarding the journal, please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you for listening to New Perceptions.